0: Public posse and welcome to the empower your pelvis podcast it's amanda and morgan we have helped thousands of people with pelvic floor issues and it's totally our jam here you can listen to expert interviews encompassing all things related to pelvic health that is pee poop sex and everything in between you have a pelvic floor yes you we all do and it's time to start talking about issues that may arise but more importantly how to improve them we are so glad you are here to join us now let's head into this week's episode of The Empower Your Pelvis Podcast. Hey, Pelvic Posse. This episode is sponsored by the Spark It Up in the Bedroom Challenge. If you are dealing with pain with intercourse, yes, that's a thing. I can tell you that's a thing because I dealt with that in my early 20s. Then this five-day challenge is for you. Over the course of the five days, you will learn all the things to improve pain with intercourse. So you can go from Netflix and with your partner to Netflix and chill. Speaking of partner, bring them along and they can watch the zoom calls with you and learn all the things. Now let's get back to today's episode. Hi guys, this is Amanda Fisher with empower your pelvis. We have Amanda Olson here from intimate Rose. Super excited to have you, Amanda. Oh, I'm you so excited feature. to be here. Thank you for having uh, me. We, um, I have been following you, I want to say my whole career as a private practice owner now for four years. I want to say that's possible um, and have been completely blown away by you and your personality and your products. And I just, yeah, I want to know first before we get into all of that, kind of what drew you into public PT? I'm sure you get that question a lot, but I always like to hear everybody's journey.
1: Absolutely. I do too. And I think it's really funny because I think all of us usually have that experience with our patients, usually mid intravaginal exam. <laughs> like, I'm so thankful you do this,
0: but why? Why yeah. do you do this? What makes you want <laughs> to do this? Like stick yes. your finger up people's orifices all day. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah. I um, So I've been a doctor of physical therapy, practicing for 13 years, and I went to physical therapy school with the express intent of specializing in pediatrics. Um, I knew that's what I wanted to do. I went straight from undergrad into the doctorate program. And when I came out, I specialized in pediatric neurology and I worked at a children's hospital. So I um, was uh, practicing and uh, found myself still mid-20s and on a weekend adventure out in nature. And I was amongst other young men also in their mid-20s who were participating in some cliff jumping activities on a river. I live in Southern Oregon. It's very beautiful here. We have a lot of really fun things to do. And this particular part of the area is deemed one of those safe places to jump where it's a very deep, very still part of the river. And it was 40 feet up. And so off the cliff, all the boys were going and off the cliff, Amanda went. <laughs> so <laughs> I went off the cliff at 40 feet. And apparently when you land in the water at 40 feet or at any depth, you're supposed to land straight like a pencil so that your feet contact the water, break the water, down you go. I landed in an out position. So my bottom contacted the water first and from 40 feet up, water is acts very similar to concrete. And, um, I significantly injured myself. It was very bad situation, um, considerable damage to my pelvis. All the muscles in my pelvic floor, my, my tailbone, my back. Um, I had to be pulled out of the river. I'm a very strong swimmer, but I had to be removed. And I, of course, had to go follow up with my physician, explain, you know, uh, get worked up, make sure everything was okay. Um, at 40 feet up, landing in that position, I don't know how I got out so lucky. You know, I mean, with all the injury, I mean, it was horrific. And I ended up having to go see a pelvic floor physical therapist, um, which at the time, twelve, thirteen years ago, there was like three hundred in the country. It was not a thing. I'm so lucky that there was one in my city. I was in Portland, Oregon at the time. And my doctor also had the wherewithal to refer me to my colleague right away. You know, you're a physical therapist. That's amazing. You're going to see I know. Portland. I mean, I I mean I'm so grateful. And it was my gynecologist actually, um, because I had considerable damage to my pelvic floor and all of that. So I had gone in for the exam to find out what what my treatment options were. And I, I was aware of pelvic health, but, um, you know, again, there just weren't a lot in the country. So went to treatment. She totally helped me heal, helped me mend. It was several months process, of course. But at the end, she said, Amanda, you need to quit pediatrics. You need to do this there's not enough of us in the country and you have the right personality and you need to do this. And so I did. And of course, you know, it doesn't happen overnight. Lots and lots of training, lots of years of training to certify yeah. and become knowledgeable, but I I did it. And I'm so thankful that I did. And, you know, I'm fine. I went on to run marathons, deliver two babies. So, I mean, it's one of those events where it's, you know, I had a purpose and that purpose was totally changed and yeah. this is what I do now. <laughs>
0: So how long, because in case people have pelvic floor issues, um, an injury, how long did it take you to heal? Do you remember? Like, cause it's not what people typically think is I go in for one visit. That's it, right? You're going to teach me everything I need to know. And you'll send me home with an exercise program and I'm going to be good. But what did that look like for you?
1: Yeah, it was roughly six months, you know, we started out weekly, and then spaced out appointments. And that's a practice that I follow, even now with my patients, where initially, she was doing a lot of manual therapy, um, working with my tailbone, working with my pelvic floor muscles, um, trying to, you know, get me to a point where I was able to participate in life activities, like sitting. (laughs) um, yeah. <laughs> and um yeah, so it was roughly six months, and that was me in my mid-20s with an acute injury. And I want to reiterate that most people don't have this crazy event happen to them that disrupts their pelvic floor. For a lot of people, it kind of sneaks up on them and, and they're not even aware like where it came from or why. Um, and in those cases, sometimes finding the driver of pain can take more time. And also the longer you've been living with that pain the longer it can take. So yeah, it was was roughly six months and and, and I still manage, you know, some sequelae from that, you know, um, but I'm fine.
0: That's awesome. And we typically like you think young twenties, mid twenties, like you're going to be healing faster too from an injury. Um, And as we get older, that can take a little bit longer and that's completely common in pelvic floor dysfunction. Um, it's not always in and out as as fast as we would like it to be. Uh, I have to ask, did you end up going on to work for, with or for this gal with, for your PT? You know, I 100% would have, we
1: ended up moving, We moved to Seattle and almost immediately after um, my treatment. But I mean, that was the intent. She was like, come on in, work with me. I will train you. This is going to be great. And I I would have happily taken her up on that offer. But um, I ended up moving to Seattle and finding an amazing mentor. And, you know, it was, it was like the, it was one of those where you just know, you know, it was a bodies based, Physical therapy clinic, um, and I got trained up up there. Um, I did all my training actually with one uh, APTA instructor um, for all of my coursework, just specific to pelvic floor. um, For the sequencing, I took other instructors for all of the different specialties. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm just I'm just so grateful, you know, because again, 12, 13 years ago, there weren't that many, and I had some
0: strong women to learn from. There's a lot of realm, which is pretty sweet that we've got a lot of really good, strong um, female entrepreneurs even, but definitely leading and guiding us to where we should go in the future. Um, I like to think that you are one of them as well, because in my history, like I've dealt with pain with sex since my, since I was like 21, 22, um, mine came on while in grad school. So Being in grad school, my thing was I was going to be sports med. I had done Mizzou football team, um, athletics, athletic training while in college. And that was just that was the path I was on. And mine quickly changed, veered off too into, um, hey, I'm having pain with sex. I was not. Of course, we're Midwest. We're typically behind times, maybe not so much with social media anymore, but My gynecologist told me, um, this would be like 2008, 2009, like, hey, why don't you go ahead and drink a couple glasses of wine to deal with your pelvic pain? And that didn't help. Um, Weird. I know, right? Like you would think that would come and relax the muscles now, but it did not help. And probably made me more anxious than anything. Um, At the time, I had to seek out pelvic floor physical therapy on my own and realized it was within my profession. I, after going through different, I don't know, parts of my career, though, started um, our private practice four years ago. And at that same time, and your product may have been out before then, but Intimate Rose somehow showed up either in an email or on social media. And I freaking fell in love with this product. Uh, I believe it was the purple wand at the time. But now... I'm so obsessed with this teal one, but can you tell us a little bit about the wand, um, how you came about with this product and everything that goes along with it, and that you have a a whole nother one now too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. um, We have three now because we just launched the yellow one. Yes. Um, So, you know, when we founded the company, um, our express first primary goal was to make our products the most comfortable and also to make them really pretty and comforting and appealing and happy. And so, you know, when you look at any of the products from the vaginal weights to the dilators to the wands, um, that's that's what we're gonna always be reflecting back and all the fun things that we have to come. Um, and so particularly with the wand, what I recognized is that both for myself and for my patients, what was available was not comfortable. And also it didn't, it didn't have the right curvature to reach deep pelvic floor musculature, such as obturator internus and puborectalis, And those were common areas of tender points
0: for my patients and for myself. And I'm so for a second, because the, the stuff that was on the market prior to this personally made me feel like I was trying to give myself a speculum exam. It was very yeah. medical, very cold. So I, I love that this is silicone. I love that the shape works well for our pelvic floors. And I think you guys have done an excellent job.
1: Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. Our, our silicone is also very unique, um, because it's, we have a unique proprietary finish, um, that makes it really satiny and smooth. So it's really easy to get in and out. Um, yeah. And so, you know, just worked on angles and, and my knowledge of anatomy and what I see in patients to create different options that can go rectally or vaginally to help empower people to be able to address their tender points, either on their own in between sessions or on their own after discharge from pelvic PT. Because, you know, a lot of times they get to that point where like, they're good, but they still need self-management options. And so
0: that's what we did. And this is something too, that I tell when I used to say it with the old products, like, you know, don't give it, don't get it don't throw it away, like after you buy something. But then when this came on the market, now I'm like, okay, I lied to you, because I told you not to get rid of it, because things may pop up again in your life cycle. But the one like seriously do not get rid of it. Because when you touch your skin with this product, your nervous system is almost tricked into feeling like it is natural tissue down there, um, which I thought was pretty amazing. So yeah, everybody needs to buy one. And then I would just say like, keep it in your nightstand. You never know when you're going to need it when you're like graduating or doing maintenance with it. Um, definitely have it for during that pregnancy time point when you're doing some perineal stretching postpartum working with your pelvic PT. Um, but yeah, you never know when tissue levels are going to change them down there or when you might need either side of this male or female as well. Um, cause we do have our, our male population that purchases these too. What I want to know, Amanda, is your timeline of doing public PT to the wand. What does that look like? What when did this idea pop up of, you know what, I think I can do it better? Sure. Um, let's see. And I'm putting timeline... more in the mouth of I think I can oh, yeah. do it better,
1: <laughs> but like that's what I would think. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, let's see. Timeline to when I started public health practice to launching the first product, which was the weights, was about eight years. Um, and then came the dilators. That was at like year nine or 10. And then one was 10, 11. Um, the the first one. Yeah. Into my pelvic health practice. So, but roughly 10 years into my pelvic health practice. So I, you know, I, I worked full time even with babies and I was the person in the room in front of these people who were crying and in pain. And, you know, I just took all of that and I, I wanted to make it better. I just, I want to make it better. And I want to make it better for all of our patients. And so that's the new, that's the new like life
0: mission. That's amazing. Can you tell us um, other things that you do have on your website too, besides the weights, the dilators, the wines? Because you have suppositories too, right? Or boric acid, turn around my and cream. Yes.
1: Okay. Yep. You got it. We've got a whole bunch of other amazing things because I want to create options for all of the issues. Um, so we work with pharmacy team to create supplements. So we have a probiotic on there that contains D, mannose and cranberry extract to help people that have chronic UTI. So we're addressing the gut. We used a long lasting capsule that allows the capsule to get through the digestive tract to act in the gut where it's supposed to. Mm-hmm. Um, like it. Yes, it's mm-hmm. amazing. I have celiac. Um, So, you know, I'm a, a lifelong person who has to maintain really good gut health. Otherwise life is not good. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, that was another really important thing to me. And that has been a proud favorite. I mean, we have trouble keeping that thing in stock. Uh-huh. Um, so that's a wonderful one. And gut health and public health go hand in hand. You know, it's really pertinent to our overall well-being too. And then the boric acid supplement for people who have chronic yeast infections, chronic bacterial vaginosis, and that is a vaginal suppository in capsule form. Um, And then we also are going to be launching some suppositories down the line. We're working with a very special pharmacy team on that um, to provide some moisturizers. We have an organic balm
0: that's made here in
1: Oregon, and that is like chapstick for the bulba. You know, it's to help. uh, Our ladies have loved
0: that. Oh, yes,
1: it is. I that is I am so proud of that one because I really I worked with pharmacy, but I drove a lot of what I wanted in that. And it's free of all of the allergens, you know, so it's great for people with sensitive skin. um, And it's perfect for people who are in a low estrogen state, who have dryness or atrophy or irritation, redness, whether it's during daily activities or after waxing, shaving or in a swimsuit, any of that. So, and you can use that as needed. You know, it could be multiple times a day, every time you wipe, or just at night before you go to bed, or seasonal. Um, and then we have a lubricant, and we are working on launching a new lubricant very soon as well that's going to Girl. be very, very clean and awesome. And we're very excited. I mm-hmm. think I missed that.
0: I'm a bit not- quarter. Okay. This is yeah. new. new. Yes. New, new. Yes. Excited.
1: So that one has not launched yet. We have a we have an existing lube that's been great, and people love it. And we're working on launching another
0: one. That's amazing. Yeah, man, I just want to be you. You are just <laughs> fire. I love it. We you work, hard work. That's energy. I know. And you now, as you're talking too about the the vaginal moisturizer, my mom's coming into town. I was like, maybe I should gift that to her to see, like, if that stuff would help because she's you know postmenopausal and. Uh, She's just now starting. I mean, I've been in the field for 10, 11 years now, and she's just starting to open up. You know, about like that generation doesn't really talk about their. Nope. Symptoms. And yeah, so my mom might be gifted <laughs> that this weekend. <laughs> it? It's a perfect Mother's Day gift. <laughs> Early mom, look here you go. Um, so I, I know I have told you before, and I kind of just mentioned it now. My little love, my little love crush for you, and the energy that you have for just being a female business owner and entrepreneurial mindset in our world right now. Um, but what challenges have you faced personally over the last, okay, how many years? Five, six, seven, eight years maybe as you've kind of been diving into this business side of it and developing your sure. Um,
1: They are numerous and daily. I will tell you that. Um, it's, you know, it's been probably... I mean secondary to like one on one patient care and being a mother, it has been one of the most rewarding experiences of my life because I meet far more people doing this. But the but there are challenges, um, you know, some of which I can't talk too much about, but um, you know, being a physical therapist and wandering into manufacturing is a totally different planet. And I have a business partner and he is so helpful and amazing. Um, but marketing and learning how to work with different paid advertising channels and learning how to, um, you know, what, what type of imaging and what type of branding works in a very sensitive area is really hard because it's hard to make Facebook and Instagram and TikTok understand what these products are because you know at first glance they look like a, a sex toy and yeah. there's nothing wrong with sex toys but they are prohibited from advertising <laughs> on social media. So yeah. that's a challenge and that has taken many different avenues and, and a lot of hard work to like get around it. Um and you know also dealing with different workflows of different types of people now. You know, we have a warehouse, we have warehouse staff, we hmm. have yeah, we have a, we have a team of people that are not in healthcare, And I'm, you know, as, as physical therapists, I feel like one, we're great quarterbacks. You know, we know you're having these kinds of symptoms. I need to get you a referral to a gastroenterologist. We need to work with your primary care doctor to get you into neuro. You know, we we are really good at working amongst the team and we are really good at being team players. So I think that that helps a lot. Um, but, you know, it's it's just these different different workflow things that you have no clue about, <laughs> you know, when, when the pandemic hit and shipping issues started like that, was that's a brand new problem. <laughs> and we yeah. just worked really hard to push through that. And we worked really hard to keep our staff safe and to get products out to people who are suffering. Right. Because it's like, you know, this isn't like their stuff. It's like, they need their wand, you know, right. So figuring out how to like push and push and push and make sure that all of those processes stay in place and that we keep everyone safe and healthy. So yeah, it's, as I mentioned, it's, it's, there's always something.
0: <laughs> That's where I think too, like we have been so thankful that your warehouse is in our neck of the woods in the Kansas city metro area that if our patients are going to order them online, they get to them pretty much in one to two days. I'm like, y'all, it's better than Amazon right now. Cause Amazon has pushed out their like prime schedule like a week. You will get your wand, but I can't always rely on my patients. So we started carrying them in stock in the clinic, which has been a game changer. So if you are a public floor PT and you're, you know, getting frustrated with your patients, not purchasing the product to continue care at home, carry them in stock in your clinic. And then you can just take, let them walk home with it and start their exercise program ASAP. Um, it's hands down probably been our biggest helpful thing that we've started during COVID. Um, So thank you for allowing people to be able to have that uh, accessibility too. Oh, absolutely.
1: We love working with Clinical Wholesale and we offer a really low deal so that my colleagues can help boost their own practices and
0: businesses too. Yeah, we're very appreciative of that. Um, What advice do you have for other colleagues who are wanting to make change or not even colleagues, let's say just people in general? Be,
1: um, be ready to, you know, just be ready to be working really hard and just understand that when you're looking at something that seems like a very big problem, it's just one step at a time. Or like we use a phrase in our business of how do you eat an elephant? You eat it one bite at a time, you know, and I love elephants, you know, I'm not eating elephants, <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> but you know, when you're looking at something very big and it's like, how am I ever going to do this? Just understand that it's day to day. And, you know, when you look, when you look at a brand, like if you're looking at mine or you're looking at somebody else's and you look like, wow, that looks amazing. Just understand, like, that is, that is the surface <laughs> and there are, there are challenges mm-hmm. under the tide, but the people that get through are the people that have grit and the people that can take the hits and the hits might be insults. They might be, you know, people, you know, saying weird things on social media, they might be yeah. dealing with just like major business challenges and you just got to keep pushing. And yeah. and eventually you'll get there. And sometimes you get there and you're like, "Whoa, okay, I'm, I'm here. And now I want to go there. And you keep yeah. moving up and up and up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think when we are looking at other people's businesses from an outside, it's very much like just seeing the shiny part of the top of the glacier and not really seeing everything else underneath that's going on, which is a ton, a lot more than I even thought. Because I know when I was wanting to get in business, it was like, Oh, it's so easy. Start your own practice. Only see eight patients a week, make the same amount of money. And I'm like, I'm hustling my ass off like 80 hours a week, way more like than that, maybe for the last four years and to get us where we are today. And it doesn't happen overnight because there are so many pieces to the puzzle and so many people helping out with it too. Um, So great advice on that. Thank you for sharing. Um, what's your number one piece of advice for someone who is dealing with pelvic pain? Do you have just one?
1: I have so many. I mean, the first and foremost is find a doctor who is going to listen, because oftentimes you need that to get the referral. Not always. Every state is different. So that's why I blatantly say that. But it's like if you ever find yourself explaining pelvic pain to a physician and they tell you to drink a glass of wine, and that's how that's managed, walk Out of the door and go find (laughs) a nice practitioner (laughs) yeah yeah it's it's really important to find someone who is listening and who is seriously and who is helping to connect you you know because we can't expect that one provider to answer all the questions it's a team effort and because there are so many integral parts of pelvic health with the gynecological aspect or for men you know the different you know related hormone changes and whatnot um, you have to have a great team. So find that good physician and then get a great pelvic PT on board and then don't give up. You know, it's really hard. We all want it to be better yesterday yep. and we're all working to like get better every day. And it's
0: just really important to not give up and then buy an intimate rose pelvic wand to help yes. you get treatment too. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Well, thank you, Amanda. It's been wonderful having you. Tell our listeners where they can find you Anything, products programs that anything else that you want them to know as well. but give us all all your links, social media, website, all that jazz
1: absolutely. so um a big resource is our website IntimateRose.com. on there there's over a hundred different videos, blog articles on uh, guides on how to use the product. um I cover a lot of different diagnostic you know. Groupings to help people kind of problem solve. And then we can help connect people with a public PT. Um, and then we are on Instagram as Intimate Rhodes. We are recently on TikTok, which, um, I'm providing educational content. It's a little bit more lighthearted. Um, but that's available too because what I have found too, like humor is one of my coping mechanisms, which is why I love you. Oh, so cool. much thank because you. you make me laugh, and so um yes, yeah, so TikTok is a, a more light-hearted platform, and it, you know we are just trying to use that to help create awareness too. So that is
0: an option as well. Love that. thank you so much. Well, thank you for so joining us today <laughs> and giving us your information. If you guys are not following her yet, please do. Intimate Rose, um, I I need to actually add you on TikTok. I did not know you were there yet. And I'm trying to still learn that platform. It I am is too. Definitely a younger population. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love following you on on Instagram. And then you're starting to get into some more exercises on there too, which I'm mm-hmm. adoring. So thank you for doing that. Yes. And, um, your website is full of information. It's where we send a lot of our patients for that because what um they're typically forgetting what we're seeing in the clinic. So it's always a nice yes. little follow up. So thank you for having that available to everyone. Oh, you know it's wonderful having you, and I hope we could do this again soon. And thank you so much. Absolutely, thank you for having me. Hey pelvic posse! We want to thank you so much for joining us for today's episode of the Empower Your Pelvis podcast. Can we ask you a couple of favors, please? Number one, can you like and subscribe to this podcast so that you will continue to empower your pelvis forever so that you will never miss out? Number two, can you leave us a rating and a review? Tell them how amazing we are and everything that you have learned about your pelvic health. And then number three, if you haven't seen the video version to this podcast, you can go over to youtube.com forward slash C forward slash empower your pelvis for all of our visual learners out there. We have all types of great visuals in there for you to not only listen to, but to watch. Thanks so much again. And make sure to give your pelvis
1: some love until next time. Peace out pelvic posse. posse.